Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. I want to share another excerpt from my book, Intergalactic Totalitarianism, which will be out soon. I want to talk about the anniversary of Pearl Harbor, which was yesterday, December 7th. Um, everybody knows about Pearl Harbor and what happened there and the lives that were lost, but not a lot of people know about some events that happened beforehand that may have manipulated what we saw go down in Pearl Harbor. And I talk about this in the book. It's called the McCollum Memo. And I talk about this in comparison to what Palpatine did to try to garner support for war efforts in the galaxy against the Separatists and the manipulation he used there. So I want to read this excerpt here talking about the McCollum memo prior to Pearl Harbor. Quote, <clears throat> Here in the U.S., we've seen our fair share of manipulated events meant to garner support for war. 9-11 was probably the biggest war-creating event in recent memory, but the events at Pearl Harbor also come to mind. With Pearl Harbor, there's no evidence to show that the massacre was falsified. In fact, many people did die during that Japanese assault there. This is in stark comparison to the Gulf of Tonkin incident in Vietnam, which was a fictitious event. The manipulation was more in the provocation of the Japanese by the U.S., as documentation has been released showing that the U.S. was goading the Japanese into attack mode. On October 7, 1940, exactly 14 months before the Pearl Harbor attack, U.S. Navy Lieutenant Commander Arthur McCollum prepared a memo with an eight-step process that he believed could provoke the Japanese into attacking the U.S. If the Japanese were to attack the U.S., this would likely cause a groundswell of support from the American citizens into fully engaging in World War II against the Axis powers. President Roosevelt had to have known that the public was largely against entering the war. Some estimates stated around 80% of Americans were against military involvement in Europe. Roosevelt seemed to agree with this majority, but he did state publicly that there was a scenario that could catapult the U.S. into war. Quote, We will not send our Army, Navy, or Air Forces to fight in foreign lands outside of the Americas, except in case of attack. End quote. McCollum's memo laid out the following eight steps. A. Make an arrangement with Britain for the use of British bases in the Pacific, particularly Singapore. B. Make an arrangement with Holland for the use of base facilities and acquisition of supplies in the Dutch East Indies. C. Give all possible aid to the Chinese government. D. Send a division of long-range heavy cruisers to the Orient, Philippines, or Singapore. E. Send two divisions of submarines to the Orient. F. Keep the main strength of the U.S. fleet now in the Pacific in the vicinity of the Hawaiian Islands. G. Insist that the Dutch refuse to grant Japanese demands for undue economic success. G. Insist that the Dutch refuse to grant Japanese demands for undue economic concessions, particularly oil. And H. Completely embargo all U.S. trade with Japan in collaboration with a similar embargo imposed by the British Empire. Mainstream sources believe that Roosevelt never saw this memo. They state that it was only delivered to McCollum's higher-ups in the Navy. However, it appeared that all the steps had been conducted prior to December 7, 1942. After Pearl Harbor was attacked, the American people gave all the consent needed to jump headfirst into World War II. It's interesting that Pearl Harbor is referenced by the Project for a New American Century think tank in September 20, in September 2000, a full year before 9-11, in their publication titled Rebuilding America's Defenses. In this document, they state that, quote, 
The process of transformation, even if it brings revolutionary change, is likely to be a long one, absent some catalyzing event, like a new Pearl Harbor, end quote. It's highly suspicious that seeds were planted for the Pearl Harbor attack in the 9-11 attacks over a year before the attacks occurred, and it's also suspicious that both events that occurred caused widespread consent and fervor for U.S. military involvement in foreign lands. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. This has been another episode of Conspiracy in the Force and another excerpt from my upcoming book, Intergalactic Totalitarianism. I'll be providing more details about this book over the next week or so. Thanks, and may the Force be with you.